the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
You're beautiful beyond description. Too marvelous for my words. Too wonderful for comprehension. Like nothing ever seen or heard. Who can fathom your infinite wisdom? And who can plumb the depths of your heart? For you are beautiful beyond description. Majesty enthroned above. And now I stand, I stand in awe of you. Lord, I stand. Stay. 
everyone in all of you. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. God bless you, Sonny. That's what it is. Standing out of you. Yeah. Father, we thank you this afternoon. We stand in all of you. We pray for the entrance of your word. We pray for wisdom. We pray for the spirit of enlightenment. Revelation in the knowledge of you. Deliver us from the influence of evil spirits. May our life not be led by evil spirits. We come against every enchantment or every divination. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher, the instructor, and the one who directs. May you direct us. May you teach us. May you instruct us. That our life may be perfect in your sight. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You see, what this scripture says that Christ has redeemed us or brought us back from the curse of the law. For it is written, be, be made a curse for us. What it means is that, you see, there are curses in the law. Okay? Uh, the curse of the thief, adultery, sickness, disease, poverty. These are all curses in Leviticus. And the Bible says that Jesus Christ Okay? He has been made a curse for us. He has redeemed us. He has brought us back by the fact that he became a curse. And the proof is that he, the law says that anybody who hangs on the tree is cursed. So the receipt to show to the devil that Jesus Christ has saved you and I and that every curse against you will not come to pass is the cross. So anytime Satan comes to you, you show him the cross. That the, this is the evidence that I am redeemed. That's all. That's, that's what this scripture means. It means that anytime the devil comes, you show him that this is the receipt. If you said, oh, look, you know your grandfather did this, your grandmother did this, you have the sickness, because the, so you are, you, 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 this is the punishment. You said, no, 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 no. I have the receipt. And the receipt is the cross. That's what it means. Hallelujah. Anyway, so you, you go and meditate on it. But let's move into the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The church is almost, the time is almost gone. But it's our church, so we'll pray. We'll, we'll start. Amen. Hallelujah. Last week, I spoke to you about the names of the Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, God's name, the Bible said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Hallelujah. The righteous run into it. And they are hot. I say, and they are hot. So when you come to church, you don't come to a classroom. Okay, when you come to church, you don't come here to receive knowledge only. The church is not only about knowledge. You also come to receive power. I say, you also come to receive what? I say, you also come to receive what? Yeah. So this is not only just an information giving room. There is also power. Hallelujah. Christ is more the wisdom and the power of God. Hallelujah. That is what makes the church unique. Because every information you are being given, you can go and read it about it in the library. You see, you can go and everything you are being told, you can go and read about it in the library. You can go and do your own research. And get that knowledge. But it's, it's different from being in a church. Because in church, it's not only the knowledge, it's also the power. Hallelujah. So may you receive power. 
Some of you are not saying because you don't want power. May you receive power. Yeah. I said, may you receive power. Yeah. yeah. Church also gives you the power. And the Bible is different from any other book. Okay? The Bible is different from the books you read. The Bible is not a storybook. It is more than a historical book. Hallelujah. May you receive power. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. So last week we spoke about what name did we talk about? We talk about what? Elohim. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Elohim. And what does Elohim mean? What does it mean? Elohim means, last week we studied the name of God as Elohim, God the creator. And I said to you last week that it is common sense that if you buy a television and it is malfunctioning, wisdom will say that you go and take the manual. Isn't that what it is? Isn't that what it is? You go and take the manual to see why the volume is not coming. And then when you open the manual, it will tell you that maybe the volume is not coming because you have hit the mute button. So unmute it and you will get the volume. That's common sense. Are you hearing me? The reason why the volume is not coming is because you have hit the mute button. And you get that information from studying the manual. Hallelujah. In the same way, the Bible says you were created by God, Elohim. Elohim is your creator. God is your creator. So if a part of you is malfunctioning, what is the right thing to do? Why don't you go and take God's manual, which is the Bible, and see how you were made? <laughs> Hallelujah. So a, a part of you is not working. Maybe you are sick. There's a malfunction somewhere. You go, to the, you go and take the manual. And you say, this is the one who created me. And this is the manual he made for me. So how do I correct this part? Then you go and read Isaiah. By his stripes, you are healed. Do you understand what I'm saying? Then you read the part, he said, look, eh, the Lord took bread and he broke it and said, this is my body, which was broken for you. So, okay, so this is the way the one who created me expect me to be repaired. So then you go to your room, you take your little bread, your little communion, you pray over it, and then you take your communion. And because this is the one who created you, he said, this is how I can be repaired. So you take your communion in your room, believing God and praying over it, and you'll be surprised how you'll be healed because you have referred to the manual. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are having a lot of trouble. You are being tormented. You sleep. You cannot sleep. You are so stressed. You cannot understand what is going on. There's trouble everywhere. You go to work, they are angry with you. Your husband is angry with you. Your children don't obey you. Your life is literally falling apart. You just go Why is my life falling apart? Why am I being tormented so much? Why are things not working in my life? You take the manual. You open it. And then you see in the book of Matthew. He said that, forgive. So that I shall be forgiven thee. And if you don't forgive, God will hand you over to the tormentors. Then immediately you remember that this your auntie. You, are, you hate her. You have not forgiven her. But then immediately look, the only way I can have some restoration in my life is to forgive. Even though what he did to me was wrong. 
Even though I have every right to be angry, I'm, I'm malfunctioning because I have unforgiveness. You forgive her, and suddenly there's peace. Is somebody hearing me? Just go to the manual. Because you were created. Look. Tell anybody you were created. Tell the person, I am created. I didn't come from a monkey. <laughs> and if you think so, I don't think I, I don't think I came from a monkey. Okay? I didn't, I didn't come from a monkey. Hallelujah. Tell the person, if you came from a monkey, <laughs> I did not come from a monkey. <laughs> I am created, I was created by Elohim. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's what it means. So we studied that. Amen. That, that is why the Bible said the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Hallelujah. And, when the, and we also, I also talk about it that the Bible said we are created in the image of God. To be created in the image of God, that image of God, the Bible says you were created in the image of God. And we learned that, look, if, we, if the image of God means looks, then the question is, does God look like him? Does God look like her? Because if God looks like this strong muscle man, then you are, not, you are not in the image of God. Totally different. I mean, look at this guy. You still, you should stand up. Stand up, you stand up. If we say this is the image of God, then how can this one also be the image of God? Are you hearing me? So, when, please sit down. So, when God said we were created in the image of God, that image of God that we are created in is that creativity. Hallelujah. Because God is a creative God. So, when he created us, he put the ability to create in us. So, the more you are creative... The more you create things, the more you are exhibiting the God nature in you. May Elohim be in you. I say, may Elohim be in you. For some of us, we, look, we are not creative at all. Zero creativity. Hallelujah. Even your hairstyle, you cannot be creative with it. Every day, a pony. Every day, a pony. Every day. If there's a sister by you, say, mm, be creative small. <laughs> Be creative small. Even though, I, even though I must confess that some of you sisters are over creative. <laughs> Every day there's a new star. Too much. Hallelujah. And do you, know, do you even know that, Julia, do you even know that another sign of creativity is ability to name things? Ability to name things, ability to name things is also reflects the creativity in you. Because when God created Adam, and God created, God, God created the, the, they call it day, and call it night, and created it. And when God created Adam, he said, name them. Hallelujah. So even one of the signs that you are creative is the fact that you can name things. That is why in countries that are developed, everything has a name. They will say, Martin Luther King Bolivar. The road is named. They will say, Burnside. Then they will say what? Huh? Fordham Road. Then we'll mention another road. Jack Road. Mercy Avenue. You see? It, 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 because of the developed creativity, everything is road. But in countries that are, in places that are, that are not developed, 
they will say, Papa Alaji. <laughs> Where will you get up? I am Lolo Jones. <laughs> Abogi is beard. <laughs> Why will you get? Where are you going? I'm going to Abogi. Abogi is a beard. Is it? Oh, it means that some guy many years ago, some guy lived there who had a beard. So <laughs> now, you see, but develop creativity names things. Do you understand? So even your ability to name things reflects how creative you are. That's why. That's why when you go to college, all the houses are named. If you go to any college here, they will say um, Levinson Avenue, College Ave, Douglas Ave, Cook Campus, huh? Bar- Barista Hall. But in countries that now, in, in places where they lack creativity, House One, House Two. <laughs> <laughs> Community one, community two, community three. No lack of creativity. You see, you can't create. Even, even names. You see, creativity. You even your ability to even name something. That's why. You know, it's like even there's a variety in people places that are developed. They have they, even the way they name their children. It's a variety of names. But in places where they, in, in places where they, where they are not developed, if you are born on Monday, if you are born on Tuesday, if you are born on Wednesday, if you are born on Thursday, if you are born on Friday, if you are born on Saturday, if you are born on Sunday, how can you use seven names for everybody? No, you have a date. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Yeah. It's like the Indians. You had a patella where I sing. Huh? Do you understand? So, so, see, so creativity. Naming of things. Hallelujah. Some of you should look for beautiful names for your children. There are nice names in the Bible. You understand? Instead of this same recycle of names. And, and even in, in certain tribes, it's even worse. Like what? <laughs> in certain tribes, please don't be angry with me. In certain tribes, the name is, is patented. If you are, like in the God tribe, if you are the first girl, you have a name. <laughs> it's not. Then the second girl has a name. Huh? Nadede. Then the second one after Nadede is what? 
Nakokoe. Then after Nakokoe is what? Nadaku. Chocho. So, so, so it's, like, it's like the name is like in the box. When you are born, they give you one. <laughs> are you hearing me? Lack of creativity. But Elohim, the creativity in you. She, 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 even your ability to name things, your use of words. Hallelujah. <laughs> Wonderful. Today, for a brief moment, let's go to another name of God. Hallelujah. Wow. Genesis chapter 17, verse 1 to 6. Genesis 17. The Bible says, and when Abram was 90, when, when Abram was 90 years old and nine, the Lord appeared unto Abram and said unto him, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be thou perfect. Verse 2. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. And kings shall come out of thee. May that be your story. Amen. Amen. This is the story. God had told Abraham, whose, whose name was Abraham, to get out from his kindred, from his mother's home, from his father, to a place where he will show him. So Abraham left and started walking with God, not knowing where to go. So he started the journey with God. Then in verse, in verse 17, God appeared unto Abraham that I am. Go back to verse 1. And the Lord is of the empire. And said so I am the Almighty God. Hallelujah. All along, Abraham was working with him. But he did not know him as the Almighty. And here the word Almighty is the word El Shaddai. El Shaddai. I am the El Shaddai. Hallelujah. I am the El Shaddai. Then he began to promise him how he will make him. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Abraham got to know the El Shaddai after walking with him for a while. After walking with him for a while, that is when he revealed himself that I am the El Shaddai. Let me tell you something. To, for you to know somebody well, you need to accompany them for a while. I'm preaching. For you to know people well, you need to accompany them for a while. 
That is why even this morning I was sharing, don't sign a permanent contract or a marriage or anything long-lasting with somebody you don't know where. God waited for Abraham to be with him for a while. God did not reveal himself to Abraham as El Shaddai at the beginning of the journey. Because you don't sign permanent contracts with people you don't know well. So how come that you met this boy in the subway? Man, he's cute. I like his smile. He promised me <laughs> we're getting married. Fool. <laughs> I preach it to you. Fool. How much how long do you know him for? How long do you know her for? God walked with Abraham for a while. The word is for a while. Let me tell you something. You don't reveal certain aspects of you to people unless you have walked them to a while. That is why you don't have to tell your problem to somebody you met overnight. El Shaddai. He, he walked with Abraham for a while. Are you hearing me? One lady, so my beloved is asking for my wants to know my financial background. I said, Fool, don't tell me, don't tell him today nor tomorrow. <laughs> Smart move. I said, Don't tell him today nor tomorrow. Yeah, he said, Oh, but marriage requires financial. I said, I told you that marriage requires financial nakedness, but you need to work for a while before you are naked. You, are, you haven't worked that journey. <laughs> Don't let that fool know your, where your money is now. Yeah. Yeah. He's working for a while. Yeah. How long do you know that person? I, I have to tell you. Look. Even, even one guy. You see. He had. He had a problem. See, he had a problem. I think he had a problem with erectile dysfunction. The thing couldn't rise. And I said, look, yes, it is something you have to disclose. But you have not reached the point of disclosure. Because the last thing you also wanted to tell everybody, they, she won't marry you. Not only will she not marry you, she will also keep quiet. <laughs> yes, one, one, she didn't marry you, and two, everybody around, and no, around. They know your business. I say it is critical in the marriage, but you have not reached the point that you have to disclose that information. I'm preaching. Before you become, when you come, people say. As soon as people are standing, as soon as, as soon as you enter the room, everybody does like this. <laughs> no! It's too early! It's too painful! Is somebody hearing me? Abraham walked with God for a while! No early disclosure. No early disclosure. Disclosure is necessary. Hallelujah. But be careful. Look, you know, even people you know, look at the way they surprise you. 
wonder you think you know. Even the wonder you think you know. Look at the shocks and the surprises. Let alone the wonder you don't know. How many people? I have heard people say that if only I knew, I would not have married him. I've heard that statement with my own ears. If only I knew, I would not have. Yeah. Hallelujah. And I've, and I've also heard the reverse. Where they tell me, that, yeah, I will have made them, now that I know him, I will have made a mistake if I didn't marry him. I've heard that too, too. Where people say that, look, now that I know him, it will have been my greatest mistake if I did not marry him. So both, both sides exist. Yeah. Hallelujah. He revealed himself as the El Shaddai. Hallelujah. And he told Abraham, he said, I am El Shaddai. Okay? It means almighty. What he was trying to tell Abraham is that in your journey, because in his journey, there was a lot of wars. He saw a lot of kings winning battle. And God said that they are mighty. You saw kings that are mighty. But I am not mighty. I am Almighty. Yeah. yeah. That's you say, I'm not mighty. You are seeing mighty kings. But I am almighty. But it, he took time to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you ladies here, looking back, it will have pain you pipe you didn't marry your husband. Repent you. Knowing who he is now. And some of the wives should say amen. I said some of the wives should say amen. Because now that you know who we are. <laughs> I said now that you know who we are. <laughs> Amen. I said amen. amen. Say amen. Amen. <laughs> and say amen. 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 <laughs> say amen. Amen. Now that you know who he is, it would have paid you by if you did not marry him. Huh? It is true. It's true. <laughs> Look at this guy. And you look at this cool guy sitting up by the door. Look at him. Yours truly. Yours truly. Yours truly. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. But God said, You have seen mighty people. But I am what? I said, You have seen mighty people, but I am what? You have seen mighty people, but Abraham, I am what? Yeah. He did not show Abraham this at the beginning of the journey. It was after a while. Hallelujah. And the word is El Shaddai. El Shaddai. Now, what is the meaning of El Shaddai? Okay? I'm teaching. El Shaddai actually has two meanings. It's two words, El Shaddai. So it depends on if you look at the Hebrew or the Greek. 
is El Shaddai. Okay? One meaning of El Shaddai, okay? One meaning of El Shaddai is the one who pushes and no one can push him back. That's one meaning. The one who pushes and no one can push him back. Hallelujah. That is El Shaddai. It means that he is, it's like I can push, but you can't push me back. The one who pushes and no one pushes him back. That's El Shaddai. God was saying to Abraham, I am the one who push and no one can push me back. I am the one who opens and no one can shut. I am the El Shaddai. The one who pushes. It means nobody can push me. You can't shake me. You can't move me. When I decide to move, you can't stop me. That is why we sing that song. Unshakable. Unstoppable. That's who you are. Unchangeable. Unshakable. Unstoppable. That's who you are. Sing it again. Unchangeable. Unstoppable. That's who you are. That's El Shaddai. It means that when I decide to do something, nobody can stop me. When I say I am opening, nobody can shut it. When I say I will bless you, nobody can. He was telling Abraham that I am the unstoppable one. I'm the unchangeable one. I'm the unshakable one. When I say I will bless you, nobody can change it. When I say I will lift you up, nobody can stop it. I am the unchangeable, unshakable, unstoppable. That's who I am. I am the El Shaddai. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. He was telling Abraham, I do what pleases me. I am the unshakable, unstoppable, unmovable. You saw a lot of kings. You saw a lot of kings on the way here. But I am different from those kings. Those kings come and go. But I don't come and go. I am the El Shaddai. I am the unchangeable. That is why Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 said, In the year King Uzziah died, yes, the king was dead. But I saw the Lord sitting on his throne. Politicians will come. They will go every four years. But my power is different from a political power. I am the unchangeable, unshakable, unstoppable. That is who I am. I am the El Shaddai. You can't push me. You can't push me. I said, you can't push me. I said, you can't push me. I said, you can't push me. If I say, I will bless him, nobody can. So he said, I will make you kings and fathers of many nations. And to know who is talking to you, I am the one who cannot be pushed. If I push your neighbor and see whether they will move. Push your neighbor. Push, push a person. I said, push your neighbor and see whether they will move. I said, push him. See whether they will move. Did they move? I said, did they move? I said, did she move? Tell him, that is why you are not God. Tell him, that is why you are not God. I said, did the person move? I said, the person move. And tell him, that is why you are not God. That is why you are not God. That is why you are not God. If I can move you, then you are not God. Because he's unshakable. Unmovable. Unstoppable. That's who I am. Unshakable. Unmovable. When I say it, it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's El Shaddai. The Bible said that as the mountains are around Jerusalem, so is the Lord around his people. He said, Mount Zion, Mount Zion, which shall not be removed. Mount Zion, which cannot be moved. For as the mountains are around Jerusalem, so is the Lord around his people. It means that I am the God who cannot be moved. I am the God who cannot be changed. I am the God that if you trust in me, you cannot move. That is why when you put your trust in El Shaddai, no situation can move you. I said no situation can move you. I said no situation can move you. No circumstance can move you. Because you have put your trust in El Shaddai. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. Unchangeable. Unmovable. Unstoppable. For as the mountains are around Jerusalem, so is the Lord around his people, which cannot be moved. Which cannot be moved. Because El Shaddai is on your side. No situation, no circumstance, no report can move you. Because El Shaddai is on your side. Unchangeable. Unstoppable. Hallelujah. That is why no medical report can move you. I said no doctor's report can move you. No financial report can move you. No marital situation can move you. They will come, but when they hit you, they will show that you are solid because you are, there, is a, there is Mount Zion around you. Mount Zion around you. Mount Zion around you. They will try to shake you, but when they hit, they will come back because you are unmovable, unshakable, unstoppable. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. I, I said, push your neighbor again. Push your neighbor again. See, did they move? I said, did they move? They said, that's why you are not God. I said, that's why you are not God. That's why what you say about me, I don't care. Yeah. Because you are not God. So what you say about me, I don't care. Because you are not God. Once you can be moved, you are not God. El Shaddai. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the Lord is around his people. Is somebody hearing me? I say, is somebody hearing me? Yeah. No circumstances will move you. No situation will move you. No word spoken against you shall prosper. Because El Shaddai is with you. The El Shaddai is with you. I say, that is why today we cancel every prediction of words speaking against you. Any evil tongue that has, right? We cancel it. Anybody who has said something like that, we cancel it. Their words will not come to pass. Hey, you're not a standard. Let me pray for you. Their words will not come to pass. Nobody can harass you. Nobody can torment you. Whatever that is, it will not come to pass because they are not God. El Shaddai is on your side. Unshakable. Unmovable. Unstoppable. 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 That's who you are. Sing that song for me again. Unshakable. Yes, Lord. Unstoppable. Sing it. You are God enough. You are not a God dependent on human hands. You are not a God on any. You are not a God in need of anything we can That's give by your plan. 
That's just the way it is. Yes, Lord, sing it. For the El Shaddai, the unchangeable, the unstoppable, the unmovable. You told Abraham, 
the true, I am the El Shaddai. And the Bible says, we through Christ have become the descendants of Abraham. And therefore, by that same scripture, you are El Shaddai to us. Just as you are El Shaddai to Abraham, so are you El Shaddai to us. And Father, this afternoon, I come against any spoken word, any plan, any fear, any discussion that seems to shake us, that Father Jay, because of the El Shaddai, we shall not be moved. 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 No situation will move us. No circumstances will change us. For we have trusted in the El Shaddai. And Father, we bring every evil prediction to zero. We bring every evil word to zero. Every evil expectation spoken by men on our life. We say it is zero. We say it is zero. I say it is zero. I say it is zero. For the El Shaddai is our God. Unstoppable. Unchangeable. Unmovable. That's who you are. We know you as El Shaddai. Father, as you revealed yourself to Abraham as El Shaddai, I pray for that mother who has, who's going through a difficult time this afternoon. Just as you showed yourself El Shaddai to Abraham, may you appear as El Shaddai to her. May you appear as El Shaddai to that difficult, to that mother who has been wondering. Father, as you appeared as El Shaddai to Abraham, I pray for that man who is wondering about job security, who's wondering, can I survive? May the El Shaddai, may the El Shaddai, may the El Shaddai reveal yourself to him. Reveal yourself to him. Reveal yourself to that man that you are the El Shaddai. And just as the mountains are around Jerusalem, so you are around him. And whatever looks like a storm shall pass and he will still be standing. Because the El Shaddai is with him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Unstoppable. Unshakable. Unmovable. We thank you. That's who you are. 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 That is why death or no death, our faith will not be shaken. Death or no death, our faith will not be moved. We are solid in our faith as the El Shaddai. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, I pray. This afternoon, may we see you in a different light. The doubts and the fears which have come because we have not seen you as the El Shaddai. This afternoon, open our eyes. May we see the El Shaddai. Not only may we see the El Shaddai, may we experience the El Shaddai. I say, may we experience the El Shaddai. And may we testify of the El Shaddai. Give us testimonies. That we come and declare that the El Shaddai is with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. With every eye closed and every head bowed, finally. You are here, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus Christ. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man? 
Let me tell you something. You need El Shaddai. Situations can move you. By your strength, things can shake you. That is why you need the El Shaddai. That's why we say he's the firm foundation. Jesus, the firm foundation. This afternoon, you are not born again. You don't know him as your personal savior. Before I sit down, I want to give you an opportunity. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. You have an opportunity to accept him as your personal savior. Life can rock you. Life can shake you. Life can rock you. Life can shake you. Therefore, you need him as the anchor of your life. You need Jesus. Heaven and hell is real. So before I sit down, please, with all seriousness and every eye closed, you want to be born again. You want to accept him as your personal savior. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I'm serious. Don't wait for things to shake you before you come running. Lift up your hand. Don't wait for things to shake you. Please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. You see, don't wait to be in a situation and then you are now running. Brother, is your hands up? If your hands up, let me know. And if you lifted your hand, please come forward and I'll pray for you. Anybody? I'm serious. I'm serious. Don't joke. You need him in your boat. You need him in your boat. He is the anchor. He is the anchor. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for Jesus as our Savior, our Lord. Thank you that He's the rock of our salvation. That is why we shall not be moved. In Jesus' name, Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com. I'm serious. Don't joke. You need him in your boat. You need him in your boat. He is the anchor. He is the anchor. Father, we thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for Jesus as our Savior, our Lord. Thank you that He's the rock of our salvation. That is why we shall not be moved. In Jesus' name, Amen. Put your hand together for the Lord and be seated. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.